Today is March 1st, and Yankees baseball may be coming back. We don't know. We think, we hope, and that's all. But we mostly we don't know. Let's talk some Yanks. 700. Days. No baseball. John Boy, Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Sit next to me is Jake. In the corner we have producer BBD and what a night for baseball it was. If you participate in the Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you probably don't at all, <laughs> I guess. No, you read the papes. But the papes didn't have the updates. Like the papes had the summary, which is I thought we were going to do. I the didn't online know. papers probably had a update. They just probably put all the tweets in their papers. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? James Davis Wimbledon on the ones and twos. Everyone live in the chat. I did, Jim. I uh, I drank the Kool-Aid last night. I knew that we weren't going to come to a revolution uh, or a resolution. Either way. But uh, yeah, man, it was a uh, it was a wild night. It was a wild night. You've uh, you've said it a couple times now. The fact that they covered it like like exciting sports, breaking news, like a trade deadline or a, a kickoff to NBA free agency or something like that, was low key hysterical. Uh, and everyone was running through the same jokes. But guess what? For a night, that's awesome because uh, we were literally getting updates on. A middle-aged white man uh, walking back and forth from a minor league stadium that dictates an odd amount of like our upcoming six months to six years. I couldn't believe that like they weren't just calling each other or like there's no tunnels or yeah like they were just like thank I guess thank God they were walking back and forth because otherwise the reporters would have just been sitting there bored for. 12 hours oh man how good would that have been the view of the beat reporter sitting in a parking lot behind a chain link fence just watching people walk back and forth is it was such a funny picture i I mean i texted you guys i I tweeted out people thought i was being grumpy but i was just like i didn't know we were getting this coverage yeah like this is insane and at one point there were so many people tweeting out i'm like tweeting out from their sources it's like so is everyone that's in the meetings not participating and just tweeting out every detail because right. like, there was too much going on for just one conversation that seemingly was very fluid Yeah, because they were going back and forth for like 12 different sessions. Insane. Wild. And when like Dick Manfort was with Dan Halem, Dan Halem's with the MLB. I don't even know his title. Uh, and like at one point after like the 11th session, they're like, now Dan Alem and Dick Manfort are running to the, are walking to the player yeah. side. And there's like a picture of the two of them. I'm like, wow. Wow. Hey, we, uh, who is that? Who is that? Hey, Hey, who, who's that? Who's that with Taylor? I think that's Manfort. Oh my God. Tweet, tweet, tweet. A lot of times Amazing. we, we try not to, and some of you are probably going to laugh at this because if you don't participate in the Twitter sphere, then you're going to be shocked to hear this, but we actually don't try to bring too much Twitter to you guys. 
Um, I remember Jimmy early talking Yanks days, digging through the Reddits, and people were like, they bring up Twitters too much. And yeah. I said, okay, that's fine. Um, if you lived it last night, it was an experience. Joe's McFly, our guy, uh, was killing it last night. Hal, our guy Hal, dipped out at one of the closing hours, uh, and Joe's was just losing it at that. Uh, you know, just a little bit of wonky 2 a.m. stuff. But, hey, long story short, exciting times. I mean, we uh, if you listen to our Talking Baseball yesterday, not an optimist pod, uh, but that comes and goes during the week. But uh, they're really grinding at it. It's, it is going to be interesting. Like, we're not out of the woods yet in any ways. Um, my personal opinion is that, uh, you know, we've gotten to this point and the owners have actually made some decent concessions that now they really want that big boy 14-team playoff. And I think if they get it, we're good. If they don't, that's going to be a really... I thought that was the only substantial thing we got last night. No, that's not confirmed. Um, no, that's still... That's kind of the big negotiating chip still. So, uh, we will see. We'll we'll find out where we land on everything. But, uh, yeah, and that's... Uh, you know, kind of the other funny part of last night, it was Nightingale and Heyman, which we normally poo-poo uh, to a degree. Uh, and then Passon came out at the end of the night with uh, nothing has really been done, uh, but both sides are working towards it. So pretty frustrating how the world works sometimes that to, to actually get to the grit and grind of getting a deal done. They had to put in a 15-hour day to get up to the fake deadline that they extended into today when they've had months to work on it. <laughs> but that's negotiating, baby. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, 12-team playoff, whatever. You can get over it. I don't know. That's like Buster only just tweeted. If it is that, it's going to be the top two seeds, get a bye. That sucks for the third division winner. They also said they were going to realign the divisions was one of the proposals. I don't want that to two divisions going back to like the 90s. Yeah. Just east and west. I don't want that. And I think, yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see. Um, we we know and we've said it on here, and we've said it more so on Talking Baseball. The owners obviously want um, extended playoffs. Playoffs equal more money. And we've tried, I think we've told you guys on here before, that how the owners view it is they compare themselves to the other sports. So, NFL, um, they've increased their teams that get in the playoffs. NBA, you know, they get uh, about half the league, if not more, in the playoffs. So that's how they view it. They're trying to get there open to some of the new playoff format stuff. Been on a firm, reward the teams that do the best because, uh, you know, that's the point of the MLB regular season. And we'll see where we land on it. Um, you know, they, the new deadline is 5 p.m. today. That deadline could also move because it's not a real deadline. Not a real deadline. By any means. Yeah, no. But uh, we'll see where we go because, boy, would it be fun to do Talking Yanks on Thursday as a get ready for this speedy offseason. Fire if, up them PPPs. If Joe's McFly has to chain himself to the stadium if we sign Andrelton Simmons. so That's official? That's official. And there was movement on that yesterday, right? Like there was Yeah, Marley stuff. tweeted out because they signed Hensley Mullins to be the hitting coach. Bam, bam. How about that? 
was the final contender for the manager's gig. Yeah. It was Bam Bam or Boom. No. For a couple manager gigs now, so really well-liked guy in baseball. And We you, met him. You, him, and Al are pretty close. Me, him, and Al Eider. Yeah. We met Bam Bam. He had no idea who I was. And he worked with Luis Rojas, who's now Yankees third base coach. He was his bench coach with the Mets in 2020, I believe. So They're really putting a lot of experience around Boone. Mm. And they knew they wanted a former player for the other assistant hitting coach job, specifically like a MLB guy. I'm assuming this means it's not Trumbo or the other names we had heard however many months ago. Oh, I kind of have a rude take. Not on Mark Trumbo again. Not on Mark Trumbo okay. again. No, nah, I don't. I mean, this is. I, I like. We met Bam Bam. He's the best. Okay. I won't even say it. Okay. It's gotta be like. It's a little bit of a statute of limitations on like. Yeah, we got next player because like, when did he play? Like two generations. It's kind. Like, it, no, that part's very fair. Like, I. I more so went the other way that um, Mullins, we've heard his name a lot in recent years. 182 games, 89 to 98. So, I mean, I'm, that's not to disrespect him at all, but like I, I wouldn't say, oh, they brought in the next player to relate to the hitters because it's like, well, there's a huge gap. He's right. a guy who's coached at the major league level. A long yeah, yeah. Time, so I, it is different than the other. Not guys, knocking, bringing him in. I think yes. he's an established guy that's been around baseball forever. Like that Marcus Boone, Timms played. That, in, that Boone can lean on. Marcus Timms played major league baseball in 2011. Yes. Hensley Mullins last season was 98. Yeah. So I just don't games. know. If I, they might still be looking yeah. for a Trumbo, a more recent yeah. guy. But no, I I think that also speaks to how. Apparently, well respected Hensley Mullins really is because he uh, he's been in the lexicon and involved for a while, and that player resume isn't what got him here. Like that's not the oh wow, Hensley, you know he's a borderline Hall of Famer. That's why the Yankees are bringing him him in. It's like no, this guy is pretty well liked, pretty well respected. Um, has been around New York baseball for a few years now. So cool beans, man. The way Buster only tweeted about the 12-team playoff, he says the top two teams in each league get buys. So if the Yankees and the Rays are the top two teams, they would both get a buy. Doesn't say anything about division winners. In the top two teams in the league. Interested? That's interesting. Probably hmm. tough to do in the same same division if you got two teams that good, but I think it's happened. It's before. a concept. Sure. Wow. What else has happened before, Jim? What else has happened before is that people have uh, been disappointed with the performance in the bedroom, huh. and they want to perform better, so they have gone to GetRoman.com slash Yanks, talked to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional to find out what's going on, and the doctors say, don't worry about it. 52% of men between the ages 40 and 70 experience some form of ED. You're good. Mm. No shame. No blame. Just natural progression of the body sometimes. No shame, no blame, man. Yeah. We all get older. Father time is undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Scary, right? The I a, day... I have a bad relationship with time, but... My wiener doesn't work. Where are you going to go? Roman. Getroman.com slash yanks. 
If you're prescribed, you get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control this fall and be Roman ready. And, you know, if by 5 o'clock tonight they say baseball's on, be Roman ready for the energy and excitement of these shows to just go like your new penis will. Just way up. Launched. GetRoman.com slash Yanks. Launch your penis with Roman. What we have here, since it's our 700th episode, which is crazy. How many years? How many episodes do we average a year? 100? Well, since 2017. got to be more than 100. Which is part of what the prompt was. Yeah, um, got to be more than 100. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 5 around five because we did half of 2017 and we're not fully in a yeah. 140 a, a year. Yeah. God, we work a lot. Do a lot of apps. That's crazy. And PBPs are PBPs. coming up. So before you blink, we'll be at 750. Don't blink. Do not. Do Don't not blink. Terrible. Pow. So we asked everybody, we said, hey, mm. why don't you call in? And in the lifespan of Talking Yanks, 2017 to now, what are some good memories? Uh, they're not talking Yanks memories. They're Yankees memories. Yankees memories during the talking Yanks era time frame. Yeah. Era. It's funny, man. Can I tell you what? It's funny. It's no, kind of like athletes talk about. And, you know, a lot of people compare us to athletes, especially with the Blitzball battle going on. Thanks to everyone that's been tuning into that. Go check out your boys. Get dirty on the field. Um, I think like athletics, for myself personally, and maybe mm-hmm. you agree, the sad moments stick out so much more significantly. We also are brainwashed as a Yankees fan to be like, if you didn't win, there's no good right. memories. Which isn't true. Right. How many of these do you think you're going to remember? All of them. All of them. Because I remember stuff. I just need the spark. Okay. Can't start a fire. Now, if you had to bet your bottom's dollar yeah, on one that you think, there's 17 calls here. I don't know if we're going to get to all of them. You have to bet yeah, that one of them's going to be on here. What are you betting? Uh, can I check with BBD on one thing? Um, you get five words. What's your question? Five five words in this question to check. Percent sad or happy calls. I think all of them were pretty positive. Okay. Because the prompt was favorite memory. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, so what was your question? Totally forgot. You have to place a bet and you're saying I 100% I will bet that this moment is part of the voicemail is, is one that got called in. <laughs> it's really tricky, right? I guess I'd say the the crazy twins game that Ruko was on the call. Wow. Okay. That's your lock. Again, I go to the weird ones. Like I, I guess a number one memory for me is like the Mike Ford pinch hit, which is tough. 
I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you. It's not. That's not. I know. I know. But I guess. It's favorite. My brain kind of jumps to negative. And in a way, a that's day. one of my favorite memories. That'd be a great talking so Yanks memory. That If we were to do this as talking Yanks memories. Yeah. Yeah, well, that'd be a bad bet. And since I was talking about betting, I'm going to do the DraftKings read now anyway. Yes. Uh, and then we're going to get into the voicemails, so kind of doubling up on you guys. I apologize, but I was talking about betting. It's natural. When Covington and Masvidal step into the octagon this Saturday at UFC 272, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, has a knockout offer for new customers. Bet just $1 on the main event and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Could be a first-round knockout, majority draw, or double knockout resulting in no contest no matter the outcome. You get paid. Also update, I have a bet on the Yankees. Judge leading the league in home runs. Yes. It's going to cash out. Great. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Just throw down just $1 on the UFC 272 main event and get $100 in free bets no matter the outcome. That's code JOHNBOY this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. See show notes for details. Or if I was on the news, I would say see show notes for details. The tales. Which irks me. Here we go. Guys, Yaakov calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. Long-time listener. Love the show. Wrapping up to 700. Favorite Yankee moment since 2017, which is probably the most exciting season in the last couple of years. It was the April Friday night game. Yankees versus in the Bronx. Stadium was crazy that night. Judge hit two homers. Really the breakout game for him. I think people forget that. Uh, Ellsbury's 100th career. Homer, first career grand slam. But the big moment I remember, Starlin Castro, oh, two on homer at the time of the game, fell down his left knee when he hit the homer. Crowd was crazy that night. And then Matt Holiday to walk it off from the bottom of the 11th. Really, really exciting game from a really exciting Yankee season. I uh, hope to get some more of that in the near future. Uh, Yankees, I think, were down 9-2. Ended up coming back and winning the game. Uh, go Yanks. And, of course, Jake Sack. Oh. 9-1 they were down. I was working a wedding. Um I remember driving. I remember doing the, my post game recap like at the wedding, um, and I think I remember in my post game recap I said something along the lines of like, "What a veteran CC is." Just testing everyone's fortitude to see if they'll come back, you know, putting them in a hole early, just to see if they have the gumption. Mm. That's you didn't leadership. say gumption. I think I said gumption. That's like the one clicking word. Okay. I can probably find it. I was going to say, I mean, I thought you'd already be on it. That's your MO. No, I'm looking at the game. Because I feel like gumption's been a new word for you. I know how much you love the spirit of gumption. Uh, I don't think gumption's a new word. I love the word okay. gumption. I don't know. I'm pretty close with you. Um, yeah, 2017. All the feelings of that year, man. You just look at the roster and where those guys were at the time. Gary Sanchez, like, <laughs> as beloved <laughs> as a guy could be, at least offensively. Um, caught me a starling. Even good Matt Holiday. Do you remember this game? Before, I mean, before the incident. I think I was driving home when, when Starlin hit the home run and my boss was driving and I was like following on my phone watching on MLB TV. That was a crazy one. The Baby Bombers. For the people at home, I, I did put these in chronological order. Ooh. So, like real... Crownpot. Um, I have the that game. I mean, we can not spend this much time on all of them, but this was such a fun game because it was a little bit like... 
it was like, oh, this year might be special. Like in 09, in April, they had like four walk-offs in a row against the Twins, and it was like your first taste of like, or maybe that was May. I don't know when it was. It was your face, first taste of like, oh, like, oh, okay. And that was a crazy one. Chase Headley batted second that game. Mm. It was Gardner leadoff, Headley two, Holiday three, Ellsbury four, huh. mm. Castro five, DD six, Judge seven, because they hadn't like been like, right. they hadn't moved Judge up yet. Bird eight, Romine nine. Ooh. CC pitched. What was the date on that? April 28th, 2017. April 28th against the Birds. Yeah. Ellsbury's home run was wild. It's a good one. Finding Jacoby. Found him. He's a damn Red Sox now. Remnants of like the decent Orioles, Adam Jones, Manny Machado, future hitting coach Mark Trumbo, cleaning up for the Birds. Good times. That is, I guess, chronological order. It makes sense that that one's there. Right. Right. Oh, my God. I'm looking at my uh, tweets, and mm. it's uh, I did a whole thread on Didi and how he always posed with uh, his bat behind his back. He always did this pose, which is a good one. The locked-in pose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a great baseball pose. I don't yeah. know. Even on the Reds and the Diamondbacks, it's like, a ton in a row. He's a good pose. <laughs> it is. Should've done that for Blitzball. Ah. CC to Brian Mitchell, baby. Ah. Brian Mitchell, Chase Headley. Yeah, he's great. Let's, let's keep on going. All right. Wow. So we're breezing through 17. Hey, guys. This is Eric from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, favorite Yankee moment since 2017. Happened to be there, so I was lucky. Is absolutely the Didi Gregorius wild card game homer first inning in 2017 against the Twins. It was absolutely the loudest I've heard the new stadium. And for everything that bothers people, it was the first time I'd felt like I was back in the old stadium. And that is definitely my favorite team that never won a championship. And uh, there's plenty of controversy around it, but uh, absolutely my favorite moment over the last five years. Take care, guys. Yeah, it's going to be up there with me as well. That's that DD home run because the whole season felt like magic and right. then it just was like going to get it felt like oh, we're not going to remember this at all if we don't even win this wild card game. And then it was terrible and then that home run was and it was I think it's probably the loudest the stadium's been since 2009, like just insane. That and I'll jump ahead of my judge's leadoff home run or a first inning home run in the wild card in 18 William. are my are my probably top two singular moments from this era. Because wild card games, you get so wound up tight. Yeah. Just unleashes. Liam Hendricks. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, the whole savvy just getting worked. And then, yeah, it was uh, a weird, like an extra an extra shot of life, like going down like that and being able to answer and being the Yankees and especially their history with the Twins and all of that. Um, yeah, I mean, especially for recent Yankee fans, we've talked about a lot. Those, those are like the two electric moments. 
good one. Keep going. Sure. Hey, what's up, talking Yanks? Knuckles down over here in Connecticut. Uh, favorite Yankee moment since 2017 has to be the Greg Bird home run versus uh, Andrew Miller. Um, I remember that day like it was yesterday. All my buddies were there sweating about 150 degrees that day. Um, I actually got the video on film, and then my buddy who was a Cleveland fan happened to throw my phone about eight rows down. So um, <laughs> that was probably the last time I've been excited about the Yankees since forever. So tell me what you think. I uh, that's a good one. Obviously, I, I I didn't see it in live time, so I don't have like a huge connection. I was filming the uh, maid of honor speech at a wedding, standing in the middle of the dance floor. I looked at my phone, saw that hit a homer, which meant Jake had to uh, kiss his dog's asshole tail up, and uh, like fist pumped. And my second shooter, who was filming the wedding with me, like nudged my elbow and was like, "Dude, come on! Like, yeah. you can't do that." I was like, shit. <laughs> Haven't washed my lips to this day. Nice. And Noodle still loves you. Puppy Noodle. will kiss on the bump. Worth it. Big time. Keep going. What's up, crew? Big baby. Jake. John Boy. This is Luke. I'm calling in from Connecticut, and I'd like to say my favorite memory since 2017 was that Gary Sanchez, ALCS, I believe, game five or four, that double, when they completed that uh, comeback against the Astros. And I, I just remember screaming, jumping up and down, and the whole stadium was rocking. And I think that just represented the pinnacle of our success, and we haven't been able to really reach postseason success to that degree since. And, uh, yeah, it just brings back some great memories of that 2017 Scrappy Yankees team, and I hope we somehow bring it back to the energy this year. Go Yanks. Another great 2017 moment. Also, didn't get to see this one. I was driving home from work after a wedding, and a dude tweeted at me because they were down in, like, the fifth inning. Abari, he's still on Twitter. I still see him. He's still the same Twitter pick. And I said, if the Yankees come back and win this game, you have to unfollow me and never contact me again. And Gary hit that double, and the Yankees came back and won it. Mm. And he obliged and said, I'll unfollow you. And, but now he's back. I saw him, like, okay. uh, interacting a couple days ago. And I wanted to be like, hey, dude, we had an agreement. Yeah. But I don't think he's bad. But, man, I had so much faith in that 2017 team. As you should have. I know. But, like, when they were down in that game, I, I was on Twitter being like, well, whatever. Like, just wait it out. It'll be all right. And uh, that double is like what you point at when you point at, like, what Gary should be doing and what he looks like when he's right. Yeah, like what his best is, is yeah. that. Um, God, Gary Bear. And, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I circle back here about once a month about <laughs> the 2017 Yankees and – Kind of what a crock of shit it ended up being because they went seven games against a team that was cheating. <sighs> Imagine. Yeah. Hey. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. We appreciate you. A whole bunch. 
This is memory lane right now. This is a lot Yo, of fun. Yo, it's That's Mason. I'm down in Florida, and I think my favorite moment in Yankee history since 2017 is December 11th when the Yankees traded for Giancarlo Stanton. Mm. Got to be the best moment in the last five years. Go Yanks. I mean, that was a, that was the like last night. It was a year just refreshing Twitter night. It was like, wait, what? It's going to happen? And it was like, kept going, kept going. It's going to happen? It's going to happen? Like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? And then, boom. And uh, I was in California still. So, like, East Coast people were up late. What time do you think that was, BBD? It was, like, really, really late. It's like 3 a.m. I think it didn't get done until, like, 7 a.m. or something the next day. (laughs) Like, I think at 4, they're like, yeah, it's not being official tonight. I, I remember staying up, like, crazy late that night. Yeah, I remember thinking. As in college, I could. I remember thinking this is pretty bad for me. If the East Coast people that are I'm tweeting with right now are still up, that's crazy. Giancarlo Stanton, that year he was coming over, had won the MVP, fifty nine home runs, one hundred and thirty two RBI. Uh, yeah, what a what a little roller coaster we've had with him. For most of it, not his own. Doing the one injury year, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, that was the 2017 Yankees and all the juice, everything we just talked about, how fun that team was. Uh, Gary, Judgy, Sevy, and then you had Giancarlo San, the National League MVP, without giving away like anything. anything. Yeah, and they were and they were eating money every year against the cap, like it felt like. I know like people, we talked about a lot, the 2017 Yankees didn't feel like the Yankees because they were an upstart team, and we were like, we may never feel this again in our lifetime. Then when they got Stan, it was like, all right, we the Yankees. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. We out of here. And do you remember in, in 2017, they kept asking Stanton about Judge? Like after every game, they're like, did you see Judge hit another? Because <laughs> they were both tall. And at one point, he was like, stop comparing me to Judge with everything I do, like in a Marlins post game. And then it was like, uh, Oh, they're going to be teammates. And then you got the news that Cashman asked Judge before making the deal. Like, hey, I just want to let you know. We have an opportunity. And Judge was like, absolutely. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is this is fun. Starlin Castro, Jose Devers, and Jorge Guzman. Jose. Any of those guys doing anything? Didn't one of them recently... I feel like I remember one of them. Devers got the call last year as a yes. 21-year-old. I mean, I still don't think he's like a Long-time big-time clients. prospect, but, hey, make the bigs at 21. Good for yeah. you, kid, you know? Your uh... career 681 OPS in the minors. Uh-oh. So might, might not have made it with another team. Hey. Hey. Jeter just left the Marlins, so. He's out. They weren't even trying to win. Will we be mean to them now? Trade. Will we be mean to the Marlins? No, they like us a lot. Then we won't be mean to the Marlins. Won't be mean to the Marlins. Go, fish, go. Go the fish. Um, dude, Jeter coming back to the Yankees, huh? Do you think he'll start doing stuff with the Yankees now or, like, you know, showing up or anything? And it was awkward. Uh, uh, the, he even said it was awkward at one point when, like, they, they tried to, like, do something for him. I forget. And uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, it it's it's such a tricky territory. You'd like to think if he does something with baseball, it would be with the New York Yankees, and you think the Yankees would be pretty welcoming to that, especially now that he has real front office experience, like real front office experience. But for him, who knows, dude? He could <laughs> he could go off the map for the next 50 years and have the happiest life anyone could have. <laughs> so, like, uh, it's kind of up to him. I I think the, the statement is obvious that we'd... Yankees land would love some Jeets back. I would. Wow, this is an interesting one. What's going on, guys? Uh, my absolute favorite memory since 2017 was when the Yankees acquired Jabari Blesh mm-hmm. in that blockbuster deal that made us finally part ways with ex-Yankee great Chase Headley. Uh, Jabari wound up being DFA like a month later, but he's that hero that we didn't even know we needed. And I look forward to his plaque in Monument Park. Have a good one. Jabari, we brought him up recently because he was another like really, really tall outfielder, right? And we're like, well, yeah. they're just getting them all. Now they got Gallo, so it's a good one. I don't know how much we can say about the Jabari Blash signing. We'll keep we'll keep it rolling. Happy for Jabari. Hey guys, this is Ben from Boston. Um I wanted to call about my favorite memory since twenty seventeen, which I think is the brawl at Fenway Park in twenty eighteen. I was actually there sitting in center field. Um, and I just remember Tyler Austin throwing that bat down after he got hit by Joe Kelly. Uh, benches clearing brawl. It was a fun game. The Yankees won. Um, and probably Tyler Austin's highlight um, as a Yankee. And I remember hating Joe Kelly for the next few years after that, obviously until all the uh, all the Astro stuff happened. But, uh, but yeah, that benches clearing brawl was a lot of fun. Uh, fun memory from 2018. Thanks, guys. Another, like, early April, kind of, like, too early to be brawling, brawl. Joe's McFly, we should bring him in here because his mm-hmm. video of that brawl, like, his live reaction was hilarious. Okay. That guy looked like Ortiz. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, that was really funny. That brawl was funny because it was like, oh, you know, it's going to be heated again, and these teams are, like, let's reignite the rivalry. And then, like, you know, you, a couple, like, months later, you're like, okay, it was Joe Kelly and Tyler Austin. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's it part wasn't of the reason Pedro and Zimmer or Jorge and Pedro. It was. It would have had a little more juice if it was, yeah, Judge and Judge and Manny. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I know Manny wasn't there, but yeah, I mean Joe Kelly has niched himself a, a fun spot in baseball history, and again Tyler Austin last year in Yokohama one dot OPS. So he's uh he'll be back in the states soon, rewriting his story. Uh, twenty twenty three All Star. But, uh, no, I think that was the part that was kind of cool about it. it. It did get hyped up, and then it did happen. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't the stars, but it was also like, all right, go, go get it, Tyler. Go, go get it, Joe Kelly. Um, Started at second base, too, right? There was, like, um, a spiking that happened first. A little hee-haw uh, there. Tyler Austin, like, went in at Brock Holt, like, pretty hard. Yeah. And, I mean, at least, you know. Tyler Austin knew all these guys. He'd been around the organization for, you know, closer to a decade than not. That, you know, we've we've talked about it with other fights and skirmishes that have come up that, you know, sometimes it's a new guy and you're like, oh man, (laughs) like that guy got traded over a couple days ago. He doesn't he doesn't want to be in this at all. At least Tyler kind of wanted the smoke. Joe Kelly's enough of a weirdo that it worked for Boston, so it ended up really working for Boston, so so sexy that day. Do you remember that? Straight sex. He was like 
clawed up yeah. and his buttons undone. He just said that I got all of the lip reading right in the video about him in Korea. So Joe, Joe, Kelly, Joe Kelly fed for life. I think Dang. that was the first time my dad like found out you exist. He, like, te- uh, he, like, Tyler Austin one? Yeah, he texted me the tweet the next day. I was like, this is good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Bug. Thanks, Dr. Bug. <laughs> now, this is what I thought you were going to have as your lock. Mm. Hi, boys. Boone from College Station, Texas. Big fan. It's easy. July 18th, 2019. Savages in the box. Mm. Launches John Boy Media which is the best baseball content since ball four. Thanks guys. Go Yanks and Jake sucks. It's a good one. Just a big one. A little bit of a safe bet. It's not yeah. my game. Well, I was asking for your safest bet. That's not my game. Okay. Asking judge to bunt, you know, it's not a safe bet. It's not what I do. Um, that was a pretty big one, huh? Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme, it was like baseball, but like, you know, it was big news. It was awesome to hear Booney say that. It sold like completely. There was Savage's shirts everywhere. Yeah. It went super viral. A lot of people did well off of that. Savage. My guys are savages in the box. You're having a bad day. Really bad start. Fire it up for the old times. Need you to get better. That's not my pin tweet anymore, so I got to find uh, it. Gosh darn it. Uh, well, I don't even know what that breakdown was called. Umpire eats a bug. Aaron Boone gets ejected and gives a great rant a breakdown. John Boy Aaron Rant got it. And the Rays have a going to be a long oh, was pretty pitcher. good. Mm. And framing these the best. It's really, really bad. Now, did you forget how tall I was? I was inside, and he's gonna just bang his bat around until he founds, finds the lotted, loudest spot. Hot mics galore. <laughs> Hicksy smiling there, trying to hold it in. Really bad start. <laughs> it's the best part. That's so good. It's the bottom of the seconds. Really, really bad, bad start. start. Really bad start. Uh, What's up, John more. boys? Jake, yeah. uh, first time caller. Love you guys. Show been listening for a minute. Uh, my favorite moment, Yankee moment since 2017. The one that sticks out most to me was July 24th of 2019. Uh, Yankees twins, Aaron Hicks, uh, diving catch center field. Yankees won the game, uh, 14, 12, I believe that's, uh, one of those classic Yankee moments where you'll never forget where you was watching it. Uh, that what I would say was my favorite moment. So hopefully we got more to cheer about coming up this season. Uh, go Yankees. Crazy game. Like mentioned all the time with one of the best games, regular season games of recent. Baby Day, do you remember where you were when you were watching that one? Yeah, I was in my bedroom at home. It was late. I remember I was like standing in front of the TV. I was like as far from it as I am from this monitor here. Yeah. Yeah. It was, t- it was a cramped room. I just remember being so juiced up. Um, you know, the, the people in the Talking Yanks world know. Like I, uh, part part of my... 
weirdly and very pathetically at this point in my life, but like part of my genuine identity will be tied to the center field position is like one of my favorite places in the world to be. (laughs) And what Hicksy did that day against his former team, Jim, you remember, and I I was half embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed that messaged his brother on Instagram because we'd been friendly with Joe. And I was just like, dude, that was (laughs) like, your brother just lived out like my dream. <laughs> like if you, twelve-year-old Jake, if you said he could hit the, uh, the game, did he like tie the game? The homer to take ahead? the lead in the ninth, yeah. and then uh, they blew it, and then to make a game-saving catch, full speed, full extension. Chad Green looked like he'd seen a ghost on the mound because he had. It was it was beautiful. And that pitch that Chad threw, like, everyone knew it was a fastball. Like, I think I was on Periscope. I definitely was on Periscope. I was pacing around in my house, and I was like, well, here it comes. Here's a fastball. It was a full count. I don't know what it was. But everyone knew, and, like, Chad, like, wasn't really, didn't have his stuff, and it was like, here you go. Hopefully we get an out. It's just absolutely roped. And what builds to that moment that some people may forget is that Hicksie was playing hero for, like, the week. Uh, remember he pinch hit in Tampa, Tampa. and hit righty a righty, a righty yeah. game tying homer. Yeah. I think they went on to lose that game. Um, but he had been playing hero for a little bit, so when he did it again, it was like an added element. Like what? The? He just did it again. And it's one of those. Uh, you see people tweet out the win probability charts. Twins were at basically ninety six to ninety seven percent chance of victory from the fourth inning through the eighth. And then the Yankees full swing it. Uh, they go up to 75%. Twins back to 97. Yankees to 80. Twins to 72. And then the Yankees rode it out from there. Um, and you mentioned the Hicks factor there. The other factor was the Ruko factor, that it was just like, ah, we can't bring this dude anywhere. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to have a normal night, right? He did it again last year. Remember, we made a joke, like, Ruko's on the call, so yeah. it's going to be a wild game, and then it was. Was it the no-hitter? No, Kay called a no-hitter. Yeah. No, I mean, it, he, still, he still has that, like, rep to a degree. So. It's pretty wild. What's the seventh month of the year? July. July. Mm-hmm. That was July 19th, did he say? Something like that. July 23rd. July 20, 23rd, 24th, 23rd. July 23rd. Um, yeah, crazy game. And again, love the twins. Trevor Plouffe, our friend, colleague, twins guy. But I mean, dude, just another like twist of the knife. Yeah. <laughs> In the nicest way, you guys could be the best team ever, but we won't be scared of you until it happens. And it hasn't. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was trying to find I was trying to find your tweets to see if you did a video that night. Sure. And play it. Um, but I ran into another tweet that I don't know. Yeah. My old Jake exposed you. I maybe I won't. You can do it. Um said uh not to get emotional, yeah. But are we sure DJ Lemayhew is an upgrade over Disco Neal? Yeah, people are asking. And I then you s- you used your Disco Neal gift, which I is still stand by that. 
in the locker room? No way. No one's been doing Bible study. Yeah. Next. The Bible bro, Neil Walker. Oh, what's up, talking to you? I just want to wish y'all a happy 700th episode. The prompt is, what was my favorite moment since 2017? I would say 2019, ALDS, Game 2 versus the Twins. Bases loaded, bottom third inning, TD Gregorius Grand Slam. I mean, it just set the tone for the rest of the playoffs besides the Astros series, game six. But Didi's Grand Slam really changed the momentum of how the Twins viewed that series moving on and how the Yankees play forward. All right, thanks, man. Happy 700. Go Yanks. Is that a Philly accent on our guy there? Tune. Uh, I don't remember this. It was the first one that, like, I don't, I'm sure mm. we were live streaming for it. Did he say 2020 playoffs against the Indians? Sir Didi. Uh, I thought he said 2019 against the Twins. Oh, that make more sense? Yeah, game two against the Twins. I remember it. Didi hit a couple big ones, man. A lot of big ones. It's a beautiful man. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we were live streaming. I, this one, I found a blank spot in my brain. Let's see. It's 2019. Yeah, it's the one, Alex, in the chat. It's the one Didi thought it was foul. Damn. Everyone was, like, analyzing. Did he think it was foul? Was he pimping it? Oh. But he was pimping it. Yeah, I forget where it landed, but there, it was a big discussion. I did a breakdown on it. Um, so is this his second game two of the ALCS? Here it is. Yeah. Wow. First time. It's three, nothing to make it seven, nothing. So turn it into a blowout. Oh yeah. He pimps the hell out of it. Cause he swings it back and back. And yeah, I remember I did a breakdown on this. Wow. I couldn't remember that. That was, uh, escaping my brain. Got to spark it. Had to see it. Pop it. Bop it. Stop it. Randy Dobnak game. That was a Dobnak game? Yeah. Uber. So they're chanting? Should I be mean to Twins again? Yeah. They're pitching this game. Dobnak to Duffy to Smelter to Stashak to Trevor May. We love. For .1 outs. Sergio Romo, Haircut Buddy, and Zach Little. Would you call him at the end? So, I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile, Yanksco, Tanaka, Canely, Vino, Tyler Lyons alert, Johnny Laza. Handsome. Two handsome Very guys. handsome. Hey, this is Daniel calling in, big fan. And, you know, I, I, I was going to say the Stanton home run. Against the Did his opening hay have a little Carly Rae Jepsen vibe? Try it again. Hey, this is Daniel calling in. My brain Big just fan. went, I just met you. Like, I mean, and, a little more chain know, smokers I, for I, me. Hey, I was going to say, doing just fine home run before I met you. Against the Red Sox this year, the Grand Both Slam. lines have met you. But I, I, I figured someone already said that. So I'm going to go with the Aaron Hicks home run, the three run home run. ALCS Game 5, I thought that was just a really cool moment. You know, 
think the Yankees, I think we were down like three to one and we took the lead off the foul pole too. I just thought it was a really cool moment. So yeah. Verlander. This, that was a very cool moment because it was like, you got the Verlander. It was like, you, you, it's going to be hard to win the Verlander in Cole games and you win a Cole thing. Um, actually, they didn't, did they lose this game? Is this the game with the DD uh, warning track? Like that would have been amazing. Uh, let's double check because the Yankees won game one, seven, nothing Tanaka Karinke. Um, game oh my God. Website be better. five. The Yankees won. Yeah. They lost the first two at home. Uh, they won game one. They won home, game one. On the road. What? 2019 ALCS. Yankees win one. seven nothing. Tanaka yeah, they Green lost King. the first two games at home. Oh, when they came back home, I and thought. then they won the last one. It was going to be disastrous. Um, Big game, James swept. Paxton. Yeah, but I think the Verlander game was the game where I mean, you get the the one they're calling about, or I'm blanking. That was the one they're calling about. The call, the call game, Didi hit a homer, the track. That would have changed everything, I believe. Okay. Which would have been a grand slam. I'm blanking. But I remember being like, oh. A couple of those, man. Gary versus Kimbrell. Um, but I'm doing fun memories. Anytime you hit the pole, that adds a coolness level. Against Verlander, added a coolness level. And just, you needed it so bad, like you're talking about. Fending off disaster. Three games at home. And what could have been a really nice game six. But it was not. They have, the next caller is DJ in game six, which is like amazing, but I mean, it's immediately followed by heartbreak. So I'm not even going to play the voicemail. That was by far the most called about thing. Hmm. Really? Yeah, because in in that moment, in that moment, moment and the five minutes after, it's like, this Yankee team doesn't die. This is the best moment If you go to my live stream from that, it was like in that moment, and then as soon as he touches home plate, I sit down and I look at the score and I see that it's tied and they didn't take the lead and I go, oh, fuck, they're going to walk us off. So it didn't last that long for me. It was like dark Jimmy. Yeah, I was happy. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that, or once they didn't take the lead that inning, I was like, oh, fuck. Now we've just set ourselves up for game seven walk off. Six. That at bat was crazy. The at bat for DJ was nuts. Nasty. It's incredible. Should be a great moment in Yankees history. But that closes the chapter on 2019. Sure does. It brings us into 2022. Today. Wait, yeah. what time is it? Oh, it, 1 p.m. It's literally 1 o'clock right now. Head to OpenSea, NFT auction platform where people can make bids and win the highest prize in, uh, collectible. Head there right now, guys. One of one NFT, stunning recreation, classic tops baseball card, complete with video and historical imagery and memorabilia that showcase and celebrate Mickey Mantle's legacy. The winner is also going to a 30-minute video interview with Mickey Mantle's sons, Danny and David. you got to head to TopsTimeless.com. Head to OpenSea. It's happening right now. It just started. People are in there. It's March 1st, 1 o'clock. 
Top's first ever NFT being auctioned at, oh, on OpenSea. Are you in there? Are you buying it, I'm Jake? going in, yeah. This is amazing. Got to check it out. Top's timeless. Don't even worry about it because Jake's already got it. Yeah, I might. Do I own this? Hey, what's up, fellas? John, Jake, BB, Dong. Just wanted to call and let you know my favorite moment since 2017. I was going to say the DJ of the Mayhew home run, but that was quickly ousted. So I figured it would probably have to be getting Garrett Cole signed, sealed, and Mm -hmm. delivered to the Bronx, to the boogie down. I know we haven't worn anything yet, but, I mean, it's been a while since the Yankees really signed their guy, got their guy. So, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Name's Tim, first-time caller, long-time listener, long-time Jake fan. Jake does not suck Mm. as much as they say. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have a picture of, uh, our, our studio here. You walk in, you see a picture of Jake and I celebrating the call signing. Uh, we were at winter meetings. It was a, quite the buzz. We were hanging out in the lobby, talking with people. We had I mean, just was, uh, interviewed Carabas and Dallas Braden. It happened like as soon as we hit end record. Yeah. And we went along with them and, and they were really cool and uh, we had a good time. And then, yeah, it was, uh. It was wild. It was uh, it was awesome. We'd gotten the, uh, you know, as we do these all-time Yankees teams and stuff like that 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 have gone through this through the lockout. You know, it's the Yankees' history is built on a lot of hitting, <laughs> with a couple cool pitchers in between here and there. But uh, you know, Garrett Cole and tying it together with Cashman's whole pursuit of him from then until now, and emptying the wallet and the Yankees' window. It uh, at a really cool winter meetings venue that was perfect for it. It was uh, it was a perfect little storm. We did like a live stream walking through. Do you remember that? Yeah, Brian Hoke. Just saying, call to the Yankees over the and Yankees. over. Call to the Yankees. Just announcing it. Did you guys hear? Call to the Yankees. And then Cashman and uh, yeah. Booney came down to the lobby just peacocking about their sign and yeah. taking pictures with us and shit. The Yankees fun. power squad. Oh, what did we just do? Oh, did you guys uh, What are you guys Twitter? talking about? Hey, what, what's the scuttlebutt down here in the lobby? That was cool, man. Yeah, it was fun. That was cool. That was fun. Uh, we right. should do that again. <clears throat> I'm for it. Yo, what's up, boys? Uh, it's Josiah from Austin, Texas. My favorite moment in the last few years has got to be Gio Urshela's Grand Slam in Game 2 of that wild card, whatever, three-game thing that happened in 2020. Cleveland's up 4-1 in the fourth, a weird triple by Hicks, and then they pitch around Voight and Stanton to get to Gio, bringing their boy Karen Chak, who's always flipping the ball around. He's doing his thing. Gio works the count full, then takes up. A fastball, bottom of the zone, 420, left center, best moment. Go Yanks. Let's get some more of that. Also the game with the geo play, right? Like, did you see that geo play? But, uh, yeah, that home run was amazing. They bring in Karen Jack. Geo is kind of like an, an, an ex-Indian that we're kind of announcing, like, oh, you know, he's a hitter now. Um, well, 2019 really did that, but, you know. And uh, goes full. Everyone knows that fastball's coming. Karen Check's doing his nervous tick where he's throwing the ball, like being all cocky. Uh, 
and to flip the score from four to one to five to four. And then and then you just knew you were the Yankees weren't gonna look back. It just kind of felt like, well, that was their shot to secure the league lead. They brought in their best reliever yeah. to secure in the fourth inning. They brought in their best reliever, and we just put a four spot on them, like written in six pitches. There's no there's no way this is like coming back. That was awesome. And we were on the live stream. Is that when I slap your ass? At that moment, I think so. Uh, Geo, man, it's one of those. Uh, they did tie it just to let you know, but you just knew that they weren't gonna like, ah, eh, we'll win. We, uh, we haven't been able to think about baseball a lot, and uh, Geo Urshela plays pretty baseball, minus the base running at this point, which is fine, but uh, defensively. Even offensively, man, I, I went through some of the numbers the other day and, like, where Geo landed amongst the Yankees' offense last year was, like, middle of the pack, <laughs> which uh, isn't saying a lot, unfortunately, because the Yankees' offense stunk. But when you put that through a certain scope, like, you know, and Geo kind of still one of the best two-way players on the Yankees, which <laughs> is part of the problem and we haven't been super optimistic uh, until they make their move for a shortstop and some of the other things they want to get done this offseason. But Joe Urshela and what he's done in his time with the Yankees still can't, you know, last year in his down year, um, in three years with the Yankees, 291 games, 292, 335, 815 OPS with elite-level third-base defense. Uh, Gio Urshela has just been such... A pleasant guy. <laughs> Gotta tell you something? Yeah, man. I I just watched the home run mm. four times. Yeah. And it it made something in my body feel fuzzy. Yeah. It's just like a little reminder, like, oh, I do fucking love the Yankees and baseball, and it can like alter my mood immediately. Watch yeah. this pitch. What, 96 mile per hour, like hits his spot pretty nicely, and Geo just bomb bombs it. That's the other, uh, like an absolute bomb. And again, there's like Geo Urshela, like there's no, there's no surprise in a way. Oh, it's like insane. I'm, I'm gonna do this. No, you're like, gonna he, like, like he bat flipped it immediately. Like he was like, even the Yankees dugout wasn't like freaking out. Like, no. Oh my God. It's just like, like yeah, Oh, Gio yeah. got him. Yeah. Gio got him. And that was the plan. And that was the plan. Damn. That was awesome. I miss those sneaky. Those are, if we did a draft of dumb things that don't matter that you like about the Yankees up there on my board would be, when Geo hits just a 460-foot homer, and we just go, okay. First pitch DJ homer. And you're just like, what? A DJ pull homer I also like. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, Stan and Judge combined for 900 feet of home runs today. Yeah, uh, Oh, yeah, Geo clipped one, 454. What? Now we're going to get into a weird territory here with this next these next <laughs> couple. Sure. Because they're from 2021. Sure. Might be a little too soon for me. Okay. I don't know if I have fond memories from 2021 at this point. Okay. Oh. Oh. I'm from Connecticut. Uh, hey, guys. 
happy 700. This is Maddie Malin from Connecticut. Um, my favorite Yankees moment since 2017 is tough. The wild card game in 2017 was pretty crazy, but I have to say probably this past season, Garrett Cole's shutout versus the Astros on the road in the last game, or one of the last games for the All-Star break this year, just the energy, 129 pitches. He was nasty pitching against his former team and a team that, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone in baseball except for Astros fans pretty much fucking hates. So that was electric and just could feel the energy. Uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. All right. Have fun, guys. Shutting down the Astros. Do you guys remember where we were for this one? This... If I remember, was it the next day we left for All-Star? Yeah. I know I watched the, this game at home. I don't remember if there was a game. Between. Yeah, the next one, the Chad Green-Chapman. Yeah, then that was the, the worst loss of losses. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, I mean, this is almost LeMahieu home run category because the, the one thing the 2021 Yankees hated was momentum. Um because, yeah, this was post-sticky stuff. This is Cole against his old team. This was awesome. The Yankees are going to roll into the break. And then, yeah, they just constantly were like cartoon walking into a street sign and their limbs go up. And <laughs> um, So, yeah, there's, a lot, there's good memories from 2021. They just basically got shot down as quick really as a team could. Dude. Quick as a team could. Yeah, see, I can't remember that Cole game without remembering that they put the jacket on uh, mm. Judge mocking Altuve, and then the next game, Gary hits the three-run homer in the eighth inning to take the lead, and they put the jacket on Gary mocking Altuve. And then what happens? Altuve hits the three-run walk-off home run, and everything that they did is now a story of embarrassment and kind of like, you've ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it would have been amazing. It would have been awesome. the it would have been the Gary home run and the Cole uh, game, like the combo would have sweep been sweep in Houston, series, right? Sweep in Houston. It would have been going, going into, into the, the All Star game. It would have been we would have been cloud nine, but everything gets like kind of just ruined for me because because then it's like oh, I need to sit on that for now four days. Now we go in knowing that we are a little bit of like. <clears throat> Just punched in the dick over and over. I, um, yeah. If you recall that that Denver flying, a group of us got mm. delayed, and I remember, I remember now, watch the first like half of that game, two thirds of that game in uh, in a Charlotte airport or in a, uh, Charleston airport with Dan Rourke, and Zach, and then we got mm. on the plane and landed and found out what happened, and that was a hilarious thing to watch Dan find out about. First time flyer Dan Rourke. Yeah, his I guess second flight ever because it was we watched most of it on the layover. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were doing uh, we were at the bar when they lost. DNVR, uh, hearts broken. What's up, John Boy Jake? Big big dong. My <laughs> favorite Yankee moment since 2017 has to be when I was in Hawaii with my girlfriend. It's the top of the ninth. Yankees versus White Sox. They're down 7-4. This might sound familiar. It was the field of dreams. Aaron Judge hits a two-run blast. Giancarlo Stanton hits a two-run blast. We're both on cloud nine. We can't believe what we just saw. They end up losing. But, 
you can never take away that ninth inning from her. And, I, and uh, yeah, that has to be one of my favorite moments, despite the fact that we lost. It's still history. All right. Thank you guys so much. This is my first time calling. I uh, love you guys. Jake sucks. Yeah, I wish I had the ability to rem- to remember things without knowing. This is like that Twitter account that says, like, you know, pictures before doom. This is what, like, people are doing to me right now. Like, every time you say one of these, I just go, yeah, but then... Yeah, I mean, this this is still good memories for me because it was good for baseball. The Yankees fought, and then they ended up winning the next two games. So yeah. I, I guess that's where, yeah, it would have been super cool to win the Field of Dreams game, but it was like, oh, the Yankees fought, and then they won a series against a good team. They almost swept. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Field of Dreams lands in a good place because it was so so much of a gimmick anyways in those first home runs that left the stadium. And who started that game? Heen dog. Heen dog. Yeah. Was, so was we that... so we went in basically assuming a loss. So just the fact the Yankees fought and stuff was kind of cool, and that's yeah. where we were in that point of the season. And was that the last loss before like the crazy win streak? Yeah, I think I th- they got I think hot. That right, next one kicked off of the the thirteen gamer when they started doing being athletic and stuff. Yeah, they started. Velasquez weed stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I still need, like I said, like, you know, Yankees fans are, if you don't win the World Series, there's no good memories, which I disagree with, but I I, I think I need to win the game. I think, nice. I think for me personally, I can't I can't enjoy something if it doesn't end in a, in a, in a one game. Because this one just hurts. National stage. Did lead to, like, what BBD said, a 10-game winner, 11-game winner? A lot, a lot. They beat the Red Sox. They beat... Uh, Minnesota, Atlanta, yeah. And what were the batting lineups then? What do you think? What was the stretch? It started. That game was on August 12th. This was also during some of the Yankees' COVID times, right? Yeah, Monty and Cole were. uh, That's why they had, like, heel was pitching. All right, so August 12th, let's see. The lineups for these games were... Uh, it was like the 14th and then the next couple games. LeMahieu, Gardner, uh, Judge, Gallo, Rizzo eventually got in the mix. Gallo, Stanton, Gallo, Stanton, uh, Gallo, Voight, Stanton, Voight, Odor, Odor, Voight, Odor, Velasquez was in the mix. Wade was getting regular time. Same with Davis got some starts in center field. Mm-hmm. And Velasquez was at short. Velasquez was mostly at short, so Glaber was on the IL still. Well, four-hit day from Luke Voigt in between there. Third base, Rugi. Woo! Fire me up! <sighs> and that home run that Tim Anderson hit with Zach Britton, like not even a bad pitch, just absolutely lifted a bowling ball sinker. Juice balls. <sighs> What's going on, boys? Nico, PA, uh, Jimmy, GeoGuessr, Jake. Uh, a, a recent Yankees moment. You know, it's not a favorite, but it's an electric moment. End of the season, Yankees, Red Sox, wild card push, bottom of the eighth inning, bases loaded. Giancarlo, tight pants, grand slam over the monster. I mean, it's one of those moments where I got the call from the, the granddad from Long Island 
Oh. Hey, you see Stanton. Uh, how about that, eh? It was one of those. So, I mean, that's just a – it's one of the most recent electric moments that I can think of. And, I mean, I I stopped doing everything I was doing to go watch that TV about for a good 30 minutes after. Appreciate you, boys. Hey, that was a uh, – well, it's a sentimental note, but anytime you get, like, a call from – I lost my grandma who who would be like my call or call and like be like that. So that is uh cool. I you'd remember that. Obviously the moment itself, but that touches a heart string on like baseball and through the generations saying his grandpa called him to like say you watching that, that's uh that's cool. Yeah, and the Homer was cool. Homer was amazing. Love your family always, but that Homer was awesome. That felt like it felt like Yankee fans willed that through like the spirit and power of Giancarlo. <laughs> it's almost like, dude, if you pitch to this dude, he's going to do it, and he did it, and it was awesome. And they pitched him in the wild card game, too, and the fucking monster stopped it. I mean, he was yeah. going to hit two more. Yeah. He absolutely destroyed that. And, like, all the reactions were great. That was a cool moment. That's a good one. Even it. Just when Stan hits those balls. I'm so excited for, I hope Stan stays doing shit like that this year because it's going to be a wild ride to see Yankees fans enjoy it. Mm. Ah, there will always be the idiots. Jake Storielli. Yeah, but I think the stadium will be a little bit of mania. Like they're all yeah. idiots on Twitter, but the stadium hasn't fully like been like curtain call, curtain call, like claps before it even takes the box. Like Yeah, it's a little bit of the the Sweeney Murdy Brett Gardner. Like, yeah. oh, oh, you want to talk your shit on Twitter, but you go to the stadium. But it's been the opposite. It was him. the opposite for Stan. I think he I think for a while Twitter was defending well, him and the stadium was the like the 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 boors. Stan has a bad April and yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm saying I want him to carry it over because I think he's gonna. It would, yes, it would be awesome. He should get like loud, loud, loud applause before his first bat. Uh, obviously, everyone does, but there should be a little extra like yeah. where we remember. Goose started the clapping. Yeah, he hasn't gotten the love he deserves either. But I think a lot of it is the, the one Mike guy in every section mm. that we talk about. There's Mike, all, there's just enough of those going around. That Come on, Mike. It ain't the majority. Look around to see if anyone. What knows. are you gonna strike out, Mike? Anyone? Anyone want to know why I called him Mike? Oh, anyone? Anyone? You guys? You guys? Are you confused? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's his name. What do you want me to call? That's his name. Don't be a Mike guy. Don't be a Mike guy at the stadium. Every section's got one. They do. It's, it's bizarre. I can't wait to start going to games again. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. so right, too. It's one per section. Oh, come on. I think that's it. It's a good walk through memory lane. Gets us right up to, you know, 5 o'clock today. They announce, we're done. Baseball's back. Maybe. 100%. Come on, baseball. Spring training starts tomorrow. Hey, why don't you give us some some new some new memory? Start doing those beats. I think Lucas Lickie's going to repeat last season. I like him in that role. Tell him, Grams. Oh, Yankees. <laughs> oh, my.
Someone said Campbell. No one said 2017 Guardy walk off. It's the Cubs. That is a good one. That is a good one. Maybin.